Welcome to the Bards FM podcast. This is Scott Kesterson, and tonight you're listening to Stories Are What Define Us. This war is real. Fighting is everything. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Tempt not the righteous man to draw his sword. Conviction, righteousness, ruthlessness. To understand tolerance, you have to understand the line of intolerance. War is the teacher, soldiers are the students. They become the bards of war. Good evening, patriots, and today is December 6th, Tuesday in the year 2022. We've got a lot to cover tonight. Looking at some of the headlines, the crazy, and also some of the dumber stuff is starting to merge in mass quantity, which is nothing more than a distraction towards the main events that needs to be focused on. And we'll get to that very shortly. Make sure in this time with all the craziness going around with food shortages that are starting, shelves at the stores are beginning to show the shortages that will continue as we go forward with this manufactured food crisis. We're hearing the same thing across the country and across the world as the elite try to force people to their knees and make them comply to their will by taking away the food. So the best way to fight that is to prepare and prepare well with My Patriot Supply. Patriots, if you haven't heard, we're heading into the worst diesel fuel shortage in 70 years. And that's a big problem. Because if truckers can't get enough fuel, grocery stores could go empty. You need to stock up now on emergency food. Visit MyPatriotSupply.com and grab a special offer from My Patriot Supply, the nation's largest preparedness company. You'll save 25% on their four-week emergency food kit with a wide variety of breakfasts, lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks that provide over 2,000 calories a day for strength and energy. My Patriot Supply wants to help American families more by charging less. So go to MyPatriotSupply.com and you'll save 25% on their four-week emergency food kit. Order enough to get your family through the difficult times ahead. At least one kit per person in your home. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and grab all the four-week kits you need. MyPatriotSupply.com Patriots, food is security, both mentally and spiritually. And the time to prepare is now. That's MyPatriotSupply.com. Check it out. The links are below every podcast. Great value for Bards Nation. Patriots, one of the things we're dealing with right now in the midst of some mega crises and those and mega reveals, mega crises would be things like Balenciaga, where we have real issues surfacing on the depth and rancer of the child sex trafficking movement in the elites and the fact that in the elite culture they value Things like art that shows the, the mutilation of children. That's caring, if you're curious about that. That's the parent company of Balenciaga that was putting up art at Christie's for sale, showing children being tortured or mutilated. So this is a, a glimpse we've had deep at the corruption at the elite level. Worse than corruption, it's a moral bankruptcy beyond any measure, and it's something that they pride themselves in. But at the same time, we also have things like food crises emerging, gas crises. We have the big reveals coming out of Twitter, all these things we're going to touch on tonight. But now, if you're using discernment, you should ask yourself a simple question. 
why all of a sudden are we getting this new sudden burst of Nasera, Gisera, the military's in control nonsense? So take a listen to this. This is a couple of patriots that have been putting this out and they're getting more trying to get more vocal. I'm completely suspicious that this is run this is run as disinformation ops. So just listen to it and we'll talk. I don't want to blow people's minds and we could talk about this later. Biden's been executed already. There's actors. That's why when we say there's a movie going, you can't tell the people you have to show them. So the military's in control. They know the whole system. We're all suffering together. This is what's going on. We control everything. People think they're watching the news right now. People think they're watching CNN in a real CNN studio. I was in the, the entertainment business. It's it's CGI. If it's even really Wolf Blitzer, I think he's been executed already. I think it's CGI. But if it are is actors, they're 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 actors in masks. They're not even in a studio. If you know CGI, you know the crispness. Like you have uh, Santa right yeah. now. You have I a green CGI. screen behind you. You see, it's not that it's not that bad. But on CNN, that crispness. They're not even in the studio anymore. Everything is fake. People think they're counting votes. Oh, and 123 and a half more votes just came in. Oh, and ooh, and like it's a fucking movie. I laugh about it. Yeah, it's it hysterical is. and people think- are glued and they think this is real and this is really going on. You're in a movie. You're an extra in a movie. When you start getting information like this, dumping at critical times, this is all disempowerment psyop is what this is. And I'm just means you to be really aware. I don't really care if there's a nugget of truth and in that or not. The fact of the matter is, is that what this all is doing is it's forcing people that listen to it to sit back and wait for someone else to do the work for them. It's literally ridiculous. And this this type of psyop is really, really powerful. Take a listen to this one. This is another one of these Nasera nonsense things. Listen to this. The one is back to Nasera. I'm going to, the three questions about Nasera, is it, is it true that the IRS will be done away with? Is it true that credit cards and mortgages will be paid off? Uh, well, uh, on your point regarding the Sarah, um, yeah, it's my understanding that the IRS will have to go away or at the very least be rebranded. Um, the Federal Reserve will be repurposed and absorbed and has already been absorbed, actually, into the United States Treasury. The one is back to Nasera. I'm going to. So here's the thing. I don't have any question about the fact that that's what we want to happen and what needs to happen. We need to get rid of the IRS. We need to repurpose the treasury. But folks, let's get very real here on this ridiculousness of these narratives. Nasera Gisera is a concept that if you think about it, it's going to be, it will completely destabilize the world. This whole idea that suddenly there's going to be this mass cash flow into the world that everybody's going to get to pay off all their bills and they won't ever have to work again. What does that sound like? This is called a UBI, universal basic income. So what I'm, I'm going to tell you you're seeing here is you're seeing the left and the elites using these narratives to start prepping you for what they're going to offer. We're coming to a crisis of the economy, a massive one. We're seeing an incredible destabilization across the, the globe. We're seeing things unsettling, and we're seeing that there's an overburden on the the, the debt. I mean, we, we're, we're about $32 trillion in debt right now. The Defense Department has managed to lose accountability of $1.3 trillion. 
This they've just spent and spent and spent, pushed their money into their own personal accounts, siphoned it through Ukraine, whatever else they've done. And so they're hitting a point where they know that there is a tipping point where this is going to implode. They need to get people ready for a UBI. The UBI is part of the digital economy, this new digital currency, and this new digital currency that they're bringing in is going to be tied to your social credit score. What better way to do that than have, quote, patriots that claim to be anons out here pushing this idea that there's going to be a Nasera Jacera result for everything that literally will solve all our problems. Don't worry, folks. Your debts will be paid off by the blessings of the great world order. Yeah, they'll be paid off all right. They'll take your ownership away from you, and you'll end up being exactly what they've said to you all along. You will own nothing. You will rent everything, and you will be happy. Those brain chips that they've been injecting into people, that's the one that's the best because they'll just flip the switch and put in there, be happy, and people will be like, oh, I feel so good. I feel so warm and fuzzy. Matter of fact, I think I want to have more of this. Can you please beat me more? Because this feels good. Patriots, this is the nonsense that's going on, and it has to be stopped, and we are the only ones that can stop it by calling it out. There is so much of this garbage out here right now. It's incredible. And it's continuing over and over and over and reinforcing a narrative of complacency. You know, here, let me just play something here for you because this is real news. This is real analysis. This is Edward Dowd, who we had on the show and we're going to get back on, who is doing the hard analysis of the effects of the COVID vax on the millennial group. This is the real issues where he's showing that the millennial death rates have expanded 32%. And he is a former senior manager for BlackRock. Now, I just want to put this in context. Millennial deaths are up 32%. So according to this patriot nonsense narrative, which extends itself out from the reaches of Q, of the Q cult, not Q itself, what they're saying is we must all suffer together. Oh, so I guess that 4,000 deaths a week are part of this. We must all suffer together. This is how the military has designed this operation, according to them, so that we will all suddenly awaken as our loved ones and our friends drop dead. Anybody that knows anything about a military op knows that that would never be put in the design. But these retards are pushing this narrative and patriots are lapping it up. This is the stupidity of this part of the movement that people start doing this and then people go, we're not very well respected by the left. There's people on the left that call us conspiracy theorists. I'll call you a conspiracy theorist if you're believing this crap. This is ridiculous and it's, it has no accountability whatsoever and it's literally, as the title of tonight's show, stories are what define us. If we want to be defined by idiots, then there you go. They're out there in force. Take a listen to this piece by Ed, this, with Steve Bannon on The War Room with Ed Dowd. The direction of China's economy and particularly the impact on our audience, sir. Bottom line, uh, demographics is destiny. And I can't emphasize enough that China hit its demographic wall in 2020 and they're in a population decline. And that's going to reverberate throughout their whole economy. It's going to affect their debt that they've accumulated. And uh, they're going to be looking at a couple lost decades like Japan did in the 90s. That will affect us, obviously, because a lot of the global growth came from China. And you talked about one of our greatest exports was dollars. Well, after the great financial crisis, 
we exported a ton of dollars to China in the form of debt. China, Chinese corporations and and whatnot uh, issued debt in dollar denomination. So this uh, this is a disaster looming. As the dollar goes higher, it, it puts more pressure on some of the Chinese corporations that issued debt in dollars. So this is going to have knock-on effects. We're going into recession in Q1 and Q2. It's a global synchronized recession. We haven't seen one of these since 2008. And uh, it's going to um, affect the world for years to come. We're predicting recoveries and recessions, recoveries and recessions, much like the 70s. We're, we're in a period of stagflation. Um, wow. We think there's going to be a deflationary pressure coming sometime next year, end of 2023. Then they'll print more money, and then inflation, then deflation. So the, the central banks are fighting the, the end of the, uh, the monetary debt system as we know it. So this is, this is going to affect the U.S. It's going to affect the globe. What's going on in China has serious implications for the rest of us. So that's Ed Dowd, former uh, manager for the, the uh, hedge funds at BlackRock. I may have mistaken what I said earlier. It's BlackRock. And look, that's hard data right there. That's the real. And it, let me just put this in context as well. What we learned in the previous interview with Ed Dowd is that he was setting up and is setting up a hedge fund based on the new actuary tables that he's building and so when you say hedge fund, we're talking hundreds of millions of dollars at stake here. And you've got retarded anons, quote unquote, out here pitching junk like Nasera Jacera as if they know what they're talking about. By the way, the Nasera Jacera concept is a suddenly apparently we're all going to work for the betterment of humanity. We're not going to have a real job anymore. We'll just get money and then we'll pursue our, our pursuits that help benefit humanity. I'm sure that's going to work really well. And I'm sure that all these guys out here that are out here, the rapists, the pedophiles, I'm sure that the cartels, they're all going to enjoy this. All the drug runners, all the groomers, that's great because now they can benefit society and better themselves through raping more kids. This is the ridiculousness of the Patriot segment in here that's pushing these narratives. And you need to think, and you need to really discern this when you listen to this garbage because it's polluting the entire basis of what we're supposed to be doing. Q was a powerful movement moment in time to wake people up. From there, it became a cult, and there's branches of that cult now that have not only gone dumb, but they've gone completely retarded. And they're infecting the mass movement of patriots doing good work. And I'm not going to be stained by it. And this is one of the reasons I'm calling it out tonight. Ed Dow does great work. And his, his research is solid. And what he's showing us here is in that interview, which is important, is to appreciate that on top of COVID and the vaccine impact, which is killing people off, there's other crises that are all coming to a head at the same time. And they all deal with population. China, in their one China policy or one child policy, is hitting a, a wall right now that it doesn't have the birth rate to keep up with its elderly and its elderly decline. In fact, which you probably may or you may or may not know, China has been recruiting in Christian groups quietly from the West to set up retirement homes because they don't have the capacity to deal with the number of elderly that are in need of support. In fact, their youth has rejected a lot of their long-held traditions that they should be supporting their parents. Instead, they're trying to follow the Western model by saying simply, we're just going to cast them off to retirement homes, and there's not that infrastructure in China. 
China's hitting a massive wall, and it's going to affect productivity across the board. It's going to affect supply chains across the globe. And as we face this and a mass die-off in the United States, which is happening right now, and die-off in the West, as we deal with destabilization around other parts of the world, we're dealing with a shakeup like we've never imagined before that will affect supply chains, it will affect, affect where we are, our access to goods and services. That's real. You could dump in all the Nasera Jacera dream hope garbage you want, and it's not going to change that reality. So I'm really going to encourage everybody when you come across this stuff to call it out because it is literally patriot crap that's getting out here and polluting what could be a really substantial and very effective time in, in getting people to wake up. And instead, it's giving doing what it always does. It just pollutes people's minds and it turns them away. And then where do they end up? Well, pretty typically, they end up right back where you would expect them to. Right back in the other movement going, man, those people over there are nuts. I think I'd rather walk with the left because they're they're about as crazy, but at least they offer me free, free shit. Bottom line. Okay. I'm going to, uh, another piece here. I'm going to play something by George Carlson, uh, Carlin, all right? Heads up, this is got some heavy language in it, so pay attention. And I'm going to put an adult warning on tonight's show just because we got a bunch of language in here today. So um, just be aware, this has got, but it's important to hear this. This piece was done 20 years ago, 20 years ago. George Carlin. It's called the American Dream. Because you have to be asleep to believe it. Forget the politicians. The politicians are put there to give you the idea that you have freedom of choice. You don't. You have no choice. You have owners. They own you. They own everything. They own all the important land. They own and control the corporations. They've long since bought and paid for the Senate, the Congress, the state houses, the city halls. they got the judges in their back pockets. And they own all the big media companies, so they control just about all of the news and information you get to hear. They got you by the balls. They spend billions of dollars every year lobbying to get what they want. Well, we know what they want. They want more for themselves and less for everybody else. But I'll tell you what they don't want. They don't want a population of citizens capable of critical thinking. They don't want well-informed, well-educated people capable of critical thinking. They're not interested in that. That doesn't help them. That's against their interest. They don't want people who are smart enough to sit around the kitchen table and figure out how badly they're getting fucked by a system that threw them overboard 30 fucking years ago. They don't want that. You know what they want? They want obedient workers. People who are just smart enough to run the machines and do the paperwork and just dumb enough to passively accept all these increasingly shittier jobs with the lower pay, the longer hours, the reduced benefits, the end of overtime, and the vanishing pension that disappears the minute you go to collect it. And now they're coming for your social security money. They want your fucking retirement money. They want it back so they can give it to their criminal friends on Wall Street because they own this fucking place. It's a big club, and you ain't in it. By the way, it's the same big club they used to beat you over the head with all day long when they tell you what to believe. All day long, beating you over the head in their media, telling you what to believe, what to think, and what to buy. The table is tilted, folks. The game is rigged. They don't give a fuck about you. They don't give a fuck about you because the owners of this country know the truth. It's called the American dream, but you have to be asleep to believe You've got to be asleep to believe it. Man, he was dead on. 20 years ago, George Carlin said that. And he said it with all the color that we would expect from George Carlin. Again, we'll put an adult warning on tonight's show. It's a little bit heavy. But, Patriots, this is the thing. When you, when you listen to what he's saying there, and then you pay attention to what is going on in this rise suddenly of this Patriot hopium stuff that's out here, 
you can guarantee what they're trying to do is keep you in the matrix. They're, they are these people, whether they intended to be or whether they actually are. I can't I can't tell you because I don't know them, but I can tell you they fit a beautiful profile, an amazing profile of Nisera Jacera um, counter psyop. These people are literally, in my opinion, controlled opposition designed specifically to keep people's head in this hopium space and to keep them dis in, disenfranchised from the actual action that the system demands. They don't want you to have critical thinking. And when you start to listen to this other garbage out here, hopium-driven patriot narratives, what you're getting here is a, is a reduction in your critical thinking. It's by design. It's the way it works. You believe in it, you give up your critical skills, and you start relying on the hope that someone else will fix it for you. That's just a perfect home run right there for obedience and enslavement. I would highly encourage you to challenge it every time you get. Now, if you haven't been hearing today, one of the big pieces of news that's been coming out is has to do with Jim Baker, who's a trader, of course, and he has been, we were wondering where the next release of the Twitter files was going to come from about the backstory to what's been going on with the election and eventually COVID. Well, what we have learned is that unbeknownst to Elon Musk, whatever Elon Musk's actual position is, I don't know, but I do know that what he's doing at Twitter right now is for the benefit of all, and I'll give him that credit. Jim Baker was working as the uh, deputy general counsel for Twitter and was censoring all of the things coming out. Jim Baker has also admitted that he was still working for the FBI, trying to protect the FBI in what they were doing and what was being released. So in a tweet here by Matt uh, Taby, we can now tell you part of the reason why, referring to why the release wasn't done on, on Tuesday, the second release that is on Twitter, on Tuesday, Twitter Deputy General Counsel and former FBI General Counsel Jim Baker was fired among the reasons vetting the first batch of Twitter files without knowledge of the new management, which shouldn't come as a shock to anybody. These corporations are huge. They have large, massive reaches. And in so doing, they are, it's, employees are saturated around and they're trying to weed out truly the despicable and the horrific that's within all of these corporations. Now, my guess, I don't have, I don't have a direct motive or clear picture of what Elon Musk is doing. What I can say is that I'm never going to fully trust Musk, especially when we got his Neuralink thing, which killed 1500 monkeys last year that's now apparently under investigation as by the FDA as they're telling everybody that they're ready to move on to human trials. So from a standpoint of truth disclosure, that's rather convenient because people can at least see that the Neuralink isn't working as planned any more than the injection was working as planned. But the one fact is that in Twitter, we are seeing more releases that are giving a backstory to the normies, and the normies are waking up massively over this, which is should not come as any surprise because they are always living in a world where they believe everything that's told to them by their little Twitter fellows and their comfort people. Now, what's also interesting to note on this is the journalist that released the batch one of the Twitter files was a Trump-hating liberal. So you put those pieces together, we have some interesting issues at play.
And uh, it looks like there's trying to, there's a attempt here to push the truth into the space of the, of the public that is in absolute denial and has been so deeply brainwashed to hate President Trump that they will, they won't listen to anything unless it comes from one of their own. So I don't know how that selection process was done. It's quite interesting though, indeed. So that continues on then, as we've learned, like I said, Jim Baker, his explanation was when he was fired, I still work for the FBI. No surprise there at all. Apparently, according to Elon Musk's tweet, all of this was discovered on Sunday. And so as they move on here with other tweets, Saranovich tweeted, Twitter lawyer Jim Baker when uh, when general counsel of the FBI personally arranged a meeting between FBI and Michael Sussman in the meeting, Sussman presented fabricated evidence in the Alpha Bank matter, and they go on to show evidence, and then Elon Musk posts, sounds pretty bad. Well, we know it's bad. This is, interestingly, all of this we've already known. We knew this back in 2017 and 18, much of which was released by the original Q forum, which I find very interesting to start seeing some of these realizations come true. Now, in other news unrelated to anything other than the fact that to try to give you that hoo moment, which we don't have anymore, the Air Force has unveiled a B-21 Raider stealth bomber. And silence hits the crowd. <laughs> I, I, This has got to be one of the most expensive unevent events that is a non-event I've ever been through. I literally like... Folks, guess what? Yes. We have a new bomber. Yes. It looks just like the old bomber. Yes. It has a new ability so people can work on it with virtual reality. Yes. It carries less bombs. Great. We're going to build more of them than the last one because it's a little bit cheaper. Oh, wonderful. And for what purpose? So we can wage more war. Hey, now that sounds exciting. We're all thrilled and we're all running for the quick sign up. And just as it deb debuts, the Marine Corps general admits the COVID-19 vaccine and mandate has led to a decline in military recruitment and also in the intellectual capacity of the military, which used to be at the top end of, of their ap academic prowess. And I mean this, most people don't realize that in the military, it was, took a lot of pride in both its NCO and officer classes of having high levels of education. It is not at all uncommon to find senior officers to have PhDs, masters and PhDs, and even NCOs to have masters. But with this latest round of stupidity that has managed to ravage our military with its woke policies and with its COVID vaccine mandates, I would assume that we will start to see that decline a bit. Soon we will be very much like idiocracy, and they'll be trying to figure out how to water their marijuana crops which was a revelation. If you've seen that film, you know what I'm talking about. So Patriots, uh, again, the non-event event, and we've been, we're just spending like, instead of $1.4 billion a copy for the aircraft, we're apparently going to only spend 600 and some odd million per aircraft. In the meantime, we've got homeless problems all over our nation. We have food issues all over our nation. People can't afford gas and are having to choose between gas, food, and rent. There's 10 million Americans going to be evicted, and we're celebrating a new B-21 stealth bomber. I can't tell you how excited I get over that.
In other news from the Pentagon, which is a preparation probably for the fake alien disclosure, it is said today that a U.S. nuclear submarine was buzzed by underwater object traveling faster than the speed of sound. This was in the 1990s. Suddenly, these files become relevant. Now, let me take a guess. This is an important topic now because, well, maybe it's the Twitter files. Maybe it's the growing realization that the Vax is killing 4,000 people a week. But, oh, wait a minute. Military is in control. We all must suffer together. Forgot about that. That's the Patriot interpretation. Uh, maybe, maybe, and just maybe, it has to do with a collapsing economy. That might be it. It might be the Balenciaga issue that is now revealing the fact that everything around us in one way or another leads to the abduction, sacrifice, and rape of children. Just saying. Who knows? But I just have a suspicion that it probably, all of this that we're dealing with right now in this nuclear submarine being passed by a super fast traveling speed of sound underwater device probably isn't that big of a deal. Though I guarantee you, for those that love this conspiracy stuff like this and UFO worship, they're already on that trail and they're sniffing it down as fast as they can. What's really going on, which is more important, is the deglobalization. As we go through this, globalization is falling apart. And with this, there's a really interesting title of an article here that I'm going to read. Deglobalization and the end of trust-based money set the stage for national Bitcoin adoption. I'm going to reword that for you to put this in more simple and or more direct terms. Deep globalization and the end of fiat currency has set the stage for the rise of a national digital currency and a social credit score. That's literally what they're saying, though they're trying to talk in terms of Bitcoin. Bitcoin's just another digital trap. What we're dealing with here right now is on a global level, the only reason that the dollar has been accepted and continued to be used is because it has an emotional attachment to it. People trust in the reputation or brand of the dollar. There is no substantive backing to the dollar whatsoever. That's a very important piece because that has allowed people to continue to push their money into it as the money is then, that debt is leveraged many, many times over. Remember, the whole principle of fractional banking and the concept of a fiat currency, which go hand in hand, is that there is nothing behind the currency. It is purely paper. And they are getting you to believe in the worth of that paper, to cycle this through over and over so that you'll use it and they can continue to enslave you through debt, debt which you technically aren't supposed to be able to pay off or at least not very easily. And with that, keep you enslaved into the system. And it doesn't cost them anything because the actual gold that you would expect to back a currency or silver is tucked away nicely in their control. The idea of deglobalization and, the, and as this article says, the end of trust-based money, what that is saying to you is that the fiat currencies that have no backing to them that people believe in are starting to slide. Trust in the dollar is falling globally and rapidly. And though they'll try to tell you that's not true because the dollar's value is very high right now, that it's causing certain uh, problems globally, that's because of all the havens for investors to be sticking money in, the dollar still has more emotional value than anywhere else in the world. But that's shifting fairly radically right now. And the reason that's shifting is because groups like Putin and, and Russia are beginning and preparing to unveil what they call petrogold, 
Russia's decision to link gold to oil could bring gold back as a settlement medium and increase it its intrinsic value sharply. That's what the anticipation is. Don't forget that she and Saudi Arabia are meeting coming up this week. And once they come to that broker deal, you can watch the dollar evaporate almost overnight. Because the dollar's value is pinned to oil and it's pinned to the petrodollar concept so that what it means is everybody to get oil has to trade in dollars. But you'll notice that in the West, they're all trying to maneuver around this idea, keep telling you that we have we, we shouldn't be taking extracting our oil, and we see, keep trying to buy oil through Saudi Arabia. The dollar's value is declining, and with it, they're trying to also create many disruptions in the supply chain systems so that we all suffer through this period where they want us to be oil-free dependent on a lithium-based battery and then dependent on their electric grid, which they can decide when and when not to allow us to drive. We've already heard of at least one state in the union that has banned electrical cars or electric cars for the winter to conserve electricity. This is only going to get to be worse as we go along. And coming on the horizon here is going to be the great narrative of climate lockdowns and climate change reaction because the globe is apparently falling apart because of us because cows are farting too much and humans are burning too much fossil fuel which we know is a lie in another article that was published today tuesday december 6th titled no Amer- no america does not owe the world climate reparations it begins i've i've made the case in previous columns that the climate change movement is mostly a climate change hustle Let's be real. None of this is about changing the temperature of the earth. Even the most naive environmental activists can't really believe that building windmills and driving Teslas is going to cool the planet. This is all about money, hundreds and hundreds of billions of dollars of government handouts. All of that, this is my own narrative here, all of the handouts are designed to get people dependent on the government, separate them from the means of production, keep you in a place where you'll be receptive to, here it comes, the Nasera Gisera saving moment. Suddenly the government arrives with Nasera Gisera promises and they're going to give you that great payoff. You can get all your debt erased and nothing to worry about because here we come, the government is here to help. Just all we ask is your blood and your first child and the rest is good. Patriots, today I received probably one of the most bizarre notices ever in my life and it came from the IRS. And it was from Ugden, Utah. And the notice, I was not sure what I was going to get when I opened up that envelope. And as I opened it up, what was it about? We are here to help. Yes, this was the IRS. I'm not kidding you. We are here to help. You can get free health insurance if you apply to the right ways through the IRS. I didn't know that the IRS suddenly became the insurance broker. But apparently it is. And all of this is designed ultimately, to literally enslave everybody again. What are they trying to do? They're trying to link your bank account. They're trying to link you to the UBI. They're trying to link you to the, quote, free health insurance, which we know is not going to be free for long. If you, they, I'll give you a great example. When they were trying to get people to buy these ridiculous electric cars, they were giving everybody free electricity when they would drive up and just plug your car in, stop in in a rest area. We've got you covered. It's free. Now it's charging something like $8 a kilowatt hour or something like that. One guy was reporting that his Ford 
F-150 electric truck now cost him 200 some odd dollars to charge. Well, there you go. They're going to do the same thing with healthcare. They're doing the same thing with the injections. They're increasing those costs. What they're trying to do is get everybody hooked on all of these things in the system so that when they finally flip the switch and everybody goes, oh, look at that. There's Nasera Jasera again. All you patriots out there that hopefully aren't listening to Nasera Jasera, but if you do, you're going to get rooked so bad you're not your head's going to spin. Because the next thing you know, that free offering, which is going to be really lucrative initially, it's going to sound that way. They're going to get you to flip your money into the CBDC. They're going to give you a bonus like $5,000 or maybe $15,000. You're going to say, "Woohoo! I've got more money in my account than I have had in a while. Free money from the government. There it is. Free money is never free. They will get you good and they will get you solid. And from that point forward, they will own you completely. And the climate change narrative is all part of this because they're pushing to get everybody locked down. In fact, in England, in one of the towns in England, they have now passed a measure where there's a 15-mile limit or it's a limitation on how far people can drive. These are planned communities. People can't leave the community unless they're authorized to. They have to limit the amount of time that they drive in a car, and they're only allowed 100 days a year out of their community if they make good on their being a good citizen. This is the concept of getting more cars off of the road, making communities stay tight together, they say, so they're self-dependent even though they can't grow food and they have to be dependent on the food that the government provides for them. Sounds like a great deal. In fact, it sounds very similar to something I've seen before, which to my understanding is very successful after a hurricane or tornado is when they strip away everybody's ownership and stick them in FEMA camps with trailers. I never hear good reviews, though, after people get in it. They're all excited about the free money initially until it happens and it doesn't work. Virginia Restaurant has refused service to a conservative Christian group over their beliefs. This could be a good lawsuit. But, you know, we've got a a court system that's completely broken that's run by a bunch of woke people. I'm sure we probably won't see much out of this, even though if if you don't bake a cake for a trans or a gay, you're going to get sued. But if you are a Christian... You can't eat at a restaurant in Philadelphia, Richmond, or in in Virginia. Richmond, Virginia, a conservative and Christian advocacy group was refused service and turned away from Metzger Bar and Butchery last Wednesday. Members of the Family Foundation were turned away from Metzger Bar and Butchery for their beliefs. Quote, we have always refused service to anyone for making our staff feel uncomfortable and unsafe, and this was the driving force behind our decision. <laughs> What's that? Let's translate that to real language. Because we are Satanists and because we worship Baal, Moloch, and other nefarious demons, we felt very uncomfortable about the presence of Jesus in our restaurant and therefore cast them out of our store because we were afraid that Jesus might force us to be saved and bow to the great and only one God, the true God. That's really what they were saying, but that's okay. We'll just keep moving on. Patriots also in a great uh, demonstration of integrity, Katie Hobbs. Yes, the Katie Hobbs. She actually certified her own election. <laughs> I, you can't make this up. This is great stuff. And it's what keeps going on and on. And just to close out this evening, the most important message of it all, when, asked, when Joe Biden was asked about visiting the border, what he's let everybody know is there's just more important things going on. Of course there are. No worries. Joe. 
In a in a flub today, though, it appears that the press secretary almost admitted that they actually that the elections may have been correctly certified by DHS and President Trump, the 2020 elections. Still trying to sort that one out, but it's a little bit strange, the things that she has said. We'll have to see how this plays out in the coming days and weeks. But take a listen to this piece. Uh, Senator Shaheen has a statement. She's apparently not coming to the ball tonight. Oh, okay. uh, she's upset that the president uh, endorsed a proposal to uh, put in South Carolina <coughs> New Hampshire, and she says that New Hampshire uh, is now vulnerable for her party. Uh, which, does the president have a response to that? Looking backward, it is the ultimate irony, uh, you know, uh, that the 2020 election was was uh, was proven by the Trump administration's homeland. Oops. Whoops! Almost let the cat out of the bag. Oh no! Almost admitted that the election was actually proven by DHS and Trump to be actually stolen by this elite corporate cabal. Patriots, let's pray. Father, we're blessed tonight for just again as we come together each and every night and this fellowship that we've built, which spans the globe, literally. We're blessed to be able to come together to worship, to praise you for all that we have, and to be humbled by all the greatness and gifts that you continue to give us. Father, in this time when we have so much confusion and so much fatigue by people. We just pray that they'll lean into you, lean into Jesus, be refreshed in the knowledge and the, and the wisdom that you can provide. And knowing that in this fight, we're never going to get tired as long as we put our eyes on the cross and follow Christ. Father, this time, this is a time when we're really beginning to see those who truly have their solid belief and feet solidly on the rock of faith versus those that are wandering. And so we pray for the many that are wandering and ask that you can continue to have the opportunities to engage them, to share with them the glory and, and beauty of Jesus, and to bring them home through that relationship in the acceptance of Christ and the repentance for where they are. Guide us and protect us in these times. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Patriots, there's nothing greater we can be doing each and every day is to seek the opportunities to introduce people to the love in Jesus. It's so important. This chaotic time that we're in, there's so many narratives going left and right. People are seeking hope. And if they don't have a close relationship, an intimate relationship with Father God and Jesus, they're going to start seeking these false idol idolatries and pursuing them to their demise. Continue to pursue that opportunity wherever it's presented to share the love of Jesus, to walk in the light of Christ, and let that presence just be there for people to see and experience. It's the most powerful thing we can literally do. This time is a time when literally, as we said in the title of the show, stories are what define us. The greatest story we can share is the story of our Savior, the story of our King, and the story of the glory of God. Patriots, keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God will always win. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you tonight for Fishers of Men. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price 
bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made, therefore they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who moved forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push, we climb, we never give in, we become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray, we stand, we live by the words 
In God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath.